When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Hey, good afternoon. Welcome to Sports Another But Sports with Kent Sterling for Wednesday, February 19th, 2020. Brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry. Dr. Mike O'Neill is the best dentist I've ever gone to. 26 years ago, I made the call. I called 317-849-2933 and I said, Dr. Mike, can you help me? You know what he did? He helped me and I have been coming back and coming back and coming back ever since. You'll love it at Today's Dentistry. I promise you, 317-849-2933. 2933 is the number. All right, we got a bunch of basketball tonight, right? Pacers coming up on Friday. We know that. Purdue lost last night. We know that. Let's talk about tonight. Then we'll talk about the Pacers. Pacers had a media availability today. We're going to hear from Nate McMillan a little bit later in this sports, nothing but sports. Uh, The first thing that he told us, and we'll hear it, but uh, Victor Oladipo is not going to play back-to-backs, but the minutes restriction is gone. Vic feels very good about where he is right now. Feels like he's in better shape now than he was when the break started. He stayed in town. He worked out from 10 until about 4.30 every day, and so he feels good about where he's at. And I got to tell you, he shot it a little bit better at practice today from what we could see. We'll hear from Nate McMillan, like I said, in a few minutes. All right, Butler, I think they got a shot tonight. They're playing at Seton Hall. Seton Hall beat Butler at Hinkle not too long ago. I think it was January 15th. Tonight, they got a chance for revenge, and I think they get it. Seton Hall is not playing its best basketball right now. Miles Powell, still one of the best players in the country. But tonight, I think Butler's got a chance to do some damage against Seton Hall, against the Pirates, and I think they got a shot at winning this game. And that would really boost their resume for the NCAA tournament. They're going to get into the NCAA tournament as long as they beat DePaul and St. John's at Hinkle coming up a little bit later this season. They got those two games left that I think are win-win, right? And so they're going to wind up at worst 9-9 nine and nine in the Big East. But if they get a win tonight, that's one of those quad one road wins that really boosts your level of seeding. Butler could go from being where they are right now, maybe a six, to being maybe a four, certainly a five with this win tonight. We'll see what happens. 6.30 on Fox Sports 1. Tune in, turn on, and uh, whatever. 
I think Butler wins. Then at 9 o'clock, you got Indiana and Minnesota at the barn up in St. Paul. All right. What, you know what? Indiana doesn't always play well there. They're 2-2 two and two over their last four games at the barn, so they played okay, but that goes back a few years. I don't think Indiana has much of a chance, and I'll tell you why. Because Indiana is playing disconnected basketball, and once the season is this far along, it's really, really odd for a team to come together suddenly and start playing spirited basketball together. That doesn't happen very often. I was talking to George Hill about this a few years ago when he was with the Pacers. And the Pacers were in kind of one of these seasons where nothing really worked. I was like, George, how rare is it for teams to come together this late in the year? And he said, it's really, really rare. Rare to the point that it almost never happens. I think that's where Indiana's at. I I don't think that they're going to come together. You watch them play. I don't see a team that likes each other on the court. I don't see a coach that likes his team. I don't see a team that likes its coach. I don't see players liking each other. I don't see anything good. I see a group of guys who are not suited to play together. They are an ill-fitting roster, and because of that, this isn't any fun for them. And when basketball's not fun, you know what? People don't play basketball very well when it's not fun, and I think Indiana is kind of in that jackpot right now. Mike DeCourcy at the Sporting News, he wrote a piece earlier today about Indiana and Archie Miller saying, you know what, Indiana fans have got to be patient because Villanova fans were patient almost 20 years ago when Jay Wright out of the gate, three years into his run at Villanova, fans wanted him fired because things hadn't gone terribly well at Villanova. You look at, at other schools, this kind of thing has happened where it's been that fourth year where real good basketball came on the heels of three mediocre to bad years. Now, Indiana fans will point at a guy like Brad Underwood and say, look, this is his third year. They'll point at Chris Mack and say, look, this is his third year. And Indiana is trailing both those programs substantially right now. But you look look at a program like Penn State. Let's take Penn State. Let's take Rutgers, right? Steve Peichel. Steve Peichel and Rutgers have been terrific this year. Uh, Penn State has been terrific this year. Hell, Pat Chambers has been at Penn State forever. This is the first time Penn State's going to go to the tournament under Pat Chambers. So things can change. What Archie's doing, he has changed his recruiting methodology. Of course, he points this out in his piece. We know that. He's recruited really well out of the state of Indiana after Tom Crean was pretty much told by anybody inside the state of Indiana, no need to ask about our kids here because they don't want to come play for you and we don't want you in our facility. It was that bad between Tom Crean and Indiana high schools and Indiana AAU programs. Nobody was pledging IU. I know what you're asking. How the hell did they get to the NCAA tournament without beating Minnesota? It's a great question, and I have no answer. I I think if they lose tonight, that their road to the NCAA tournament has to run through Indianapolis in the Big Ten tournament. If they don't win a couple of games in the Big Ten tournament, if they lose tonight, they have no path to the NCAA tournament. So there you go. I hate to say it. I think they're going to beat Minnesota and Wisconsin down at Assembly Hall. Penn State is a coin flip at Assembly Hall. Then road games against Illinois and Purdue are losses. So it all comes down to tonight. If they can win tonight and, and that gets them to 10-10 and 10 in conference at the end of the regular season and 20 wins overall, and I know none of that means nothing 
to the selection committee, but it does because beating Minnesota at Minnesota is a legitimate quality win. All right. And, and that it takes them to 10 and 10. I know 10 and 10 doesn't matter. I know 20 and 11 doesn't matter, but it sure as hell beats nine and 11 and 19 and 12. So there you go. Let's talk about the Pacers. The Pacers, they've got the Knicks in New York coming up on Friday night. Nate McMillan, he spoke to the media. First question of Nate, how was the All-Star break? I had some good time off. Everybody seemed to be uh, rested and uh, ready to go. I thought we had a good day today. Got a lot of work in and uh, uh, should be ready for the stretch. Do you think you'll start to see a change to Victor as we move along? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I, I, as I mentioned, uh, he earlier, uh, he's only played a few games. This is like preseason for him uh, in the games that he has been back. And, you know, just like any other player, uh, you know, coming out and planning his first, you know, six, seven games, uh, it's going to take some time. You know, it's going to take some time for not only uh, uh, the player, uh, but for the team. And, um, you know, so, uh, uh, of course, is have to be patient uh, with that. Uh, we knew that. Uh, you hope for the best, but uh, you really know that, you know, it takes time. You know, he's joining the team and, uh, you know, coming into the uh, season, mid-season or past mid-season, uh, when everybody is at, uh, you know, in the, the best shape uh, of the season. Uh, so we have to be patient. Were you looking to increase the 28-minute Yeah, we, we, we talked about that, uh, that we would look at uh, his eight games uh, uh, before the break. And during the break, we would, uh, you know, talk with Victor and the doctors. And the doctors have cleared him to no restrictions as far as minutes. Uh, but we're going to be smart about it and, uh, you know, see how, you know, you know, we'll play him. I can play him as many minutes as I want. Uh, but we'll look at how he comes out of those games with increased minutes and, uh, you know, adjust accordingly. What about back-to-backs? Back-to-backs, we're, we're, he, he's still not uh, going to play in back-to-backs. He had a smile for you when he found out there's no more restriction. He won't be calling you off. Yeah, yeah, you know, he's happy about that. And, um, you know, so his minutes will increase and, and, you know, become more like the starters. You know, our starters are playing between 32 and 34 minutes. Uh, so we should be able to get him up around, you know, 32, 34 minutes. What is the message? You're sixth in the East. There look to be kind of five spots of those top six that are still gettable down the stretch. Yeah, well, that's, that is the message is, uh, you know, these, uh, those six games that we, we lost, we want to try to get those back. Uh, you know, just as we lost six, we want to try somewhere in this 27 games uh, 27 game season to get six in a row back and uh, you know the goal is to uh, try to get up and get home court advantage and um, you know with three and a half games out of that fourth uh, spot uh, you know we got 27 games with 15 on the road 12 at home uh, that urgency uh, you know to play put together a 48 minute game uh, you know starts for us on Friday and you take it one game at a time, and uh, you're trying to uh, get into the playoffs and uh, you know try to get home court. What have you seen from Victor that gives you hope uh, moving forward? And what are some areas where you think he's 
he's still trying to feel his way through the process. I watched him uh, train a lot this summer and uh, his training, uh, you know, the, the work that he was putting in uh, during the offseason gave me hope that, uh, uh, you know, he was going to be okay and he would uh, be back. Uh, you know, the fact that uh, now that he's into the season, I know uh, that it takes time. You know, uh, when you've been off for a year and you're coming back, uh, you would hope that your return would be uh, in a normal training camp where you can go through training camp and start the season uh, with your team and not be just thrown into uh, the game in the middle of the season, which he has been. Uh, I think that takes even longer. You know, you have to be cautious about um, how much you give him and how much he's doing. Uh, but uh, I, I know that uh, he will work his way back uh, to uh, the victor uh, that uh, we saw, and if not, you know, be even better, uh, you know, once he gets fully healthy and, you know, he gets his rhythm. But, you know, that takes, I know that that takes time. Uh, I've seen that from, you know, uh, a lot of guys who have been off for, you know, that long, long period of time, a year. Uh, you know, sometimes it takes you about that long to, to get back. These last couple of games before the break, it seemed like there's some semblance of chemistry. I mean, he, his shots were down. He only took seven shots in that Milwaukee game. Uh, obviously, that's not going to be the norm. But were you starting to see some chemistry there with the starters, the intended starters? Well, that's going to, again, that's going to take time. You know, I think he had 14, 17 shots in games uh, prior to that. And uh, as you mentioned, you know, he had uh, only a few attempts. I've said that all season long with uh, with that unit. They're going to have to be some guys sacrificing uh, uh, with that unit. Uh, they all can put the ball in the basket. Sometimes the ball is going to find you more uh, in some games than other games. And uh, just got to play the game the right way. And, uh, you know, when those opportunities come, uh, you take advantage of that. Uh, I think that has made... Uh, this team, uh, a tough team to defend, you know, having multiple guys, you know, our entire starting lineup uh, uh, averaging double-figure points and uh, the movement of the ball. So, again, you're adding, uh, you know, a major part to, to your team on both ends of the floor. And, again, finding that rhythm with that group, uh, the sets, uh, the plays, the flow, you know, we are making that adjustment and working on that midseason. All these other 29 teams have had the entire year to uh, find that rhythm and that chemistry. Uh, but it's where we are, and we have to uh, continue to work on it. With him in the starting lineup, do you make changes to it at all, either with certain plays or just uh, any changes at all to what you're trying to do? Yeah, well, you, you, you want to involve him. You know, uh, you certainly are going to try to involve him. Uh, but we, we also have uh, had other options that we developed uh, this season. You know, Warren has been our leading scorer. Uh, you know, so we'll figure out a way to, to, to involve all of our guys and try to take advantage of, uh, of uh, uh, the talent that they have out there. And, you know, we're not... 
you know, one man or two or three man band, you know, um, with the Pacers. And I think we played the game the right way. Uh, we've talked about that. Uh, we understand that it's only one ball you have to sacrifice uh, out there. And, uh, you know, so I think we'll slowly work into uh, a rhythm with that with that first group. That's Pacers coach Nate McMillan. For those of you who think that Nate McMillan is part of the problem, not part of the solution, you are wrong. He's a terrific coach and a really, really good guy. The people on this team, his coaching staff, the players, they love Nate. The front office loves Nate. This is a very harmonious situation for the Pacers, and because of that harmony that Nate is helping to create, Pacers going to bounce back sooner after welcoming Victor Oladipo back than they would have otherwise. That begins Friday night at Madison Square Garden against the New York Knicks. Tomorrow morning, breakfast with Kent, 8 o'clock on Facebook Live. Hopefully we're celebrating an Indiana win and a Butler win. Wouldn't that be nice? Be a little bit happy in the morning instead of carping about everything like I normally do. It's not carping. It's all fun. We know that. It's a good time. We do fun things, and you'll enjoy breakfast with Kent uh, at 8 o'clock tomorrow morning, like I said, Facebook Live, and then on Periscope and Twitter at about 8.15. It's a show so nice we do it twice. Brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry, Dr. Mike O'Neill, the best dentist I've ever gone to. You can make an appointment for yourself by calling 317-849-2933. Join me tomorrow morning. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.